Welcome to Great American Things, a reminder of all the people, places, and events we know and love about this country. Now here's the host of our podcast, Robin Chalkley. The Andy Griffith Show is an iconic series that has become a part of the fabric of American culture and television history. Debuting in 1960, it introduced the world to the charming small town of Mayberry, North Carolina, and the beloved small town sheriff, Andy Taylor, portrayed by actor Andy Griffith. The show gained immense popularity throughout its eight-year run from 1960 till 1968, and its impact has endured throughout the decades. No wonder it's an obvious choice as a great American thing. The Andy Griffith Show follows the adventures of Andy Taylor and his best friend, Deputy Barney Fife, as they kept the peace in Mayberry. Andy is an affable and wise sheriff, relying on his wit and good humor to solve issues in the town with minimal enforcement of the law. His easygoing personality and kind-hearted approach to police work stood out from the other crime-solving shows of the time, which typically featured more aggressive, hard-hitting protagonists. His wise counsel helped Barney and the townspeople not only solve their conflicts, but also understand the importance of fairness, kindness, and justice. Do you remember the Andy Griffith show in black and white or in color? In its eight seasons, it had 159 episodes in black and white and 90 in color. We all loved Andy, Aunt B, Opie, and the great townspeople. But Don Knotts' performance as Deputy Barney Fife may be the best supporting character in TV history. He wanted to do things by the book, which often led to unexpected and hilarious consequences. When the show was conceived, the idea was that Andy would be the comic character. But it became obvious immediately that he became the straight man for Barney. I have to mention some of the other characters in the show. Barber Floyd Lawson, mechanic Gomer Pyle, town drunkard Otis Campbell, and the wonderful Ernest T. Bass. The show set a new standard for TV comedy by showcasing a rural setting, but without the typical mocking of stereotypes. Instead, the show presented the small town of Mayberry as an idyllic view of an all-American town, complete with a cast of lovable and relatable characters. Andy Griffith and the rest of the cast provided an optimistic, comical look at small-town life, and their characters were beloved by audiences. Andy said, Well, though we never said it, and though it was shot in the 60s, it had a feeling of the 30s. It was, when we were doing it, of a time gone by. The series never finished lower than number seven in the Nielsen ratings, and was often number one. In fact, it closed out its final season at number one. Only two other shows in TV history share that claim, I Love Lucy and Seinfeld. We all hold this show close to our hearts, as we should for a great American thing. The Outer Banks of North Carolina is a beautiful and unique stretch of islands that offer visitors a taste of southern charm and coastal living. Located on the eastern coast of North Carolina, 
These barrier islands are known for their stunning beaches, historic lighthouses, and abundance of outdoor activities. One of the main draws of the Outer Banks is its beaches. With over 100 miles of coastline, there are plenty of options for beachgoers to choose from. Whether you're looking for a quiet spot to relax and soak up the sun, or a more lively beach with plenty of activities, the Outer Banks has it all. For several years, we stayed in Rodanthe on Hatteras Island, but storms make that narrow two-lane road impassable at times, and the normal erosion threatens beachfront homes. For the last decade or so, we go to Korala, the northernmost of the Outer Banks villages. Also, one less likely to take a hit from nor'easters and hurricanes. But probably the most popular of the local towns are Nags Head, Kill Devil Hills, and Duck. In addition to its beaches, the Outer Banks is also known for its historic lighthouses. The most famous of these is the Cape Hatteras Lighthouse, which stands at a towering 198 feet tall. Visitors can climb to the top for stunning views of the surrounding landscape. Other notable lighthouses include the Bodie Island Lighthouse and the Currituck Beach Lighthouse. Like to go outside away from the beach? The Outer Banks offers plenty of opportunities for hiking, biking, and shopping. The islands are home to several state parks, including Jockey's Ridge State Park, which features the tallest sand dune on the East Coast. In addition to its natural beauty, the Outer Banks also has a rich history. The islands were the site of the first English settlement in North America, and visitors can learn about this history at the Roanoke Island Festival Park and the Wright Brothers National Memorial. We especially like Mantio, a cute town across the Pamlico Sound from Nags Head. Jeannie and I have often thought of retiring there, and I think that dream is still faintly alive. Best time to go to the Outer Banks is the fall. Water is still warm, restaurants aren't crowded, rents are less expensive. We'll be there in October again. We'll see you there at this, another great American thing. Thanks for listening. To comment on today's podcast, send an email to gatpodcast at gmail.com. That's gatpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us at Great American Things. Mm-hmm.